Hello, med students. My name is Zach Olson, and thank you for downloading this week's episode of the EM Clerkship Podcast. Let's talk EKGs real quick. When we consider all of the EKGs we get in the emergency department, emergency doctors look for two things, two EKG issues that can kill patients. The first is signs of ischemia. ST elevation, ST depression, inverted T waves, that type of stuff. And then the other killer that we always look for on EKGs, in addition to ischemic changes, are dysrhythmias. And that's our topic this week, tachycardia. Hey, it's Zach Olson. Hey, Dr. Olson. It's Phil over on uh, Amulus 21. How you doing? Hey, Phil, how are you doing? Hey, good. I'm on scene. Uh, we got a 44-year-old female. Uh, we got called out for the heart palpitations, was out to dinner, came home, basically said she felt like her heart was going to run out of her chest. Put her on the monitor. She's showing a narrow complex tachycardia at 185 right now. Um, we went ahead and started with the 6 milligrams of denicard, no effect, repeated with the 12. Uh, we're getting set up for the 12 lead right now. And partners putting on the pacing pad or the uh, cardioversion uh, pads uh, in case you wanted to do that. Sorry, what was her pressure again? She is 165 over 100 at this time. She's 185 on the monitor. She is 100% on on uh, room air. A little bit diaphoretic. That's it. Uh, how far are you guys? 15 minutes out. Okay. Yeah. Well, get some uh, pads on her. Okay. Hold off on the cardioversion right okay. now unless yeah. her mental status gets worse or okay. she drops her pressure. Um, give me a call back if it gets to that point. Okay, uh, we'll do. See when you get here. Yeah, for sure. We'll get the, right. the uh, 12 lead sent over to you guys. We'll package her up, and then if anything changes, we'll call you back. All right, see you, Phil. Okay, email 21 clear. Thanks. All right. Very tachycardic patient. It's a good case. Let's talk an approach to tachycardia this week. Step one, the most important step, ask yourself, is this sinus rhythm? Is this sinus tachycardia? Is there a P wave before every QRS? You're going to be surprised once you start to get more experience in emergency medicine, how hard it is to tell the difference between something like sinus tachycardia at a rate of 145 and SVT at a rate of 145. It is very tricky. You have to consciously ask yourself every time, is there a P wave before every QRS? And the reason you are doing this step first is because sinus tachycardia has an underlying disorder that you have to figure out and fix. The issue isn't the tachycardia. You don't band-aid the situation by using medicines to slow that rate or anything like that. You give fluids or blood or look for pulmonary embolisms or bleeding or sepsis or whatever, but there is an underlying issue that you need to find in address with sinus tachycardia. And that's why you ask yourself, is there a P before every QRS? Step two, ask yourself, is this a narrow and regular rhythm? What do we mean by narrow and regular? We mean that each QRS is the same distance apart and each QRS, they are less than three small boxes wide. They are narrow and they are regular tachycardias. As students, there are three 
narrow, and regular rhythms that you have to know. The first one is SVT, and you can treat that with vagal maneuvers or by completely stopping the AV node with a super short-acting drug called adenosine. Adenosine lasts maybe 10 seconds, and boom, the SVT cycle breaks and that node resets. Your second cause of narrow and regular tachycardia is Wolf-Parkinson-White syndrome, specifically orthodromic, forward-spinning Wolf-Parkinson-White. It goes through the AV node, and then it short-circuits back through that bundle of Kent, and it goes around, and it goes around. Again, you give that super short-acting adenosine, and boom, that cycle breaks. And then the final one that you need to know is called atrial flutter. This one is not a short circuit that you can just snap the patient out of with adenosine like SVT or Wolf-Parkinson-White. With flutter, all we do is we slow down that AV node conduction rate continuously with a long-acting drug, something like diltiazem. Step three, narrow and irregular tachycardias. So you still have that narrow QRS, less than three small boxes, but this time when you measure it out, each beat is like a different distance apart. Now this one, there's a few things that can cause this, but it's almost always atrial fibrillation. And that's the one you need to know as a med student. Again, there are a few other rare causes, but as far as you're concerned right now, narrow and irregular is AFib. You slow down that AV node with diltiazem, a calcium channel blocker. Again, we can't fix how fast those atria are firing and fibrillating in the department but we can slow down how many times it conducts through the AV node and causes the ventricles to beat with it. Step four, now we're talking wide and regular. So these QRS complexes are more than three of those tiny boxes. This again can be one of three things. First, it can be any of those narrow and regular tachycardias, so SVT, orthodromic Wolf-Parkinson-White, or atrial flutter, but this time with a bundle branch block or with aberrancy, as we call it. We treat it the same as before. The second thing it can be is a Wolf-Parkinson-White that short circuits, but this time in reverse. And this is called anti-dromic Wolf-Parkinson-White. Again, you do the same thing. You use adenosine. You break that cycle. But most importantly, wide and regular tachycardias are ventricular tachycardia until proven otherwise. You have to fix ventricular tachycardia because it's deadly. It crumbles into ventricular fibrillation very, very quickly. So because of this, in the ED, it is never wrong to treat all wide and regular tachycardias with cardioversion. Some doctors, and this isn't wrong either, will treat these with medicines like amiodarone or procainamide. But just think, especially as a student when we're keeping things simple, wide and regular, that might be VTAC cardiovert. And then last, step five, wide and irregular. Now, this is most commonly, again, atrial fibrillation. Irregular is almost always atrial fibrillation, but this time with a bundle branch block. Like 99% of the time, that's what this is. But the issue is, and you are gonna look so smart if you know this as a med student. I didn't even know this as a resident. I killed a patient on a SIM case doing this. Patients with both Wolf-Parkinson-White and AFib, when they have both, 
they get a nasty, wide, and irregular rhythm as well. And the reason this is scary, and what you need to know, is that if this person happens to have Wolf Parkinson White with atrial fibrillation, then diltiazem or any medicine that might affect that AV node will kill them. It's a clean kill. You don't wanna block the AV node, sending hundreds of atrial fibrillations per minute, unregulated through a bundle of Kent, causing ventricular fibrillation, which is like deadness. With that said, usually wide and irregular is just AFib with a bundle branch block or a Berenice as we call it. Those are your five steps. Is it sinus tachycardia? Is it narrow and regular? Is it narrow and irregular? Is it wide and regular? Is it wide and irregular? One last thing, for real life, but especially, especially for your test, any unstable patient who has a non-sinus tachycardia, so that can be horrible chest pain or altered mental status, low blood pressure, the answer is always cardiovert. Unstable patients with non-sinus tachycardia, cardiovert every time. That wraps up this episode. If you want to test yourself with advanced level questions on this topic, so you crush your test, check out Roshcast again this Wednesday and you can apply this stuff. See if you can get their questions right. These are resident level questions they're doing. If you can get these right, you are killing it as a med student. You're doing so well with your medical knowledge. So test yourself. See if you can get those questions right this Wednesday. And until next time, keep working hard, keep studying, and be sure to enjoy your shift. <laughs>